Attention Deficit Order, Season 16, Episode 11. Yeah, what's up? I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and we're also with... I'm Skip. Yeah! Woo! Um, yeah, we're back, guys. Uh, attention Deficit Order, Santa is on his way. He's parking his sleigh as we speak. Um... We're always his first stop in, uh, I guess, right? I guess uh, during the holidays. He wasn't here last year, was he? No, he wasn't. Last year, he was busy. Yeah, last year, he was busy. Uh, This year, he happens to be here. He's only going to... He has a couple of uh, Christmas lists he'd like to read off. And uh, past that, we don't know. He might hang out. But yeah, what's up, guys? We're back. Woo! Oh man! Yeah. Okay, so. Oh, and also, um, I went to that Nine Inch Nails concert. But I'll talk about that later. And that new theater I've been teasing. I'll talk about that later too. <laughs> uh, this is the longest tease of a theater I think I've ever had given. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Alright, so... What's up? Here we go, guys. I think he's parking his sleigh, but I'm not sure. Call him on the Santa phone. Call him on the Santa phone? We don't need this call him on the do you DM him on Twitter or something? I mean, how do you get in touch with him to schedule when he comes in? Oh, well, he, uh, I don't know. He comes in. I don't know. He might be on there. Okay, here he comes, guys. He's coming in. He has his intro music, though. Oh, I hear him. Here he comes. Here he comes, guys. Santa. Wow. Oh! 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 Children, it's me, Santa Claus. What was that, young Skip? I said, hey, Santa. What's up? How's it going? Christopher, bearer of Christ. Uh, it's all right. It's going good. It's going good. Thank you. It is me, guys. I am always here. First stop. I wasn't here last year. I was in prison. <laughs> For beating oh. Mrs. Claus again. Oh, again? Santa, Jesus come Christ, on. come on, man. Beating Mrs. Claus? You just got here. You just got here. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, oh, oh. What's up, everybody? It's me, Santa Claus. You just said that. Oh. Oh, oh. oh. hey. Oh. I've been drinking the spiked eggnog. Yes. Shocking, Santa. Yes. This is the only song that is playing. Well, we are. 
making all of the presents up in the North Pole. Yes. Well, I give Mrs. Claus my North Pole. Oh! 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 Jesus Christ, Santa. Come on. You know you got that personal. We use Rudolph as a play toy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesus Christ. Bestiality is legal in Santa Town. Ho, ho, ho! Explains the Jesus. Explains the what? What was that? No, uh, I couldn't hear you. His, uh, he's fucking up the reception here. Uh, I was just saying that explains the uh, weird mutant reindeer with glowing noses and whatnot. Oh, oh. You might be right, young fellow. But I am here not to mess around anymore. I am here to play all of my little toys and I test them out right before. What the fuck is he going on about? Oh, sorry. Is that a mini stroke, Santa? Sorry about that. Oh, here we go, Santa. Here's some more Christmas music. Oh, yes. I play this when I give Mrs. Claus anal. Whoa, whoa. Watch out there. Jesus Christ. Mrs. Man. Oh, yes. We have Christmas music going on all day long here. Oh. All right, just get to the list, man. I think he needs to get out of here. Oh. I am Santa. I am your friend. So... Let me see here. Let me put on my glasses. Is that right, young Skip? Here we go. Let me see. Okay. Christmas list. These are a couple of the ones that I had. Well, <laughs> well we have OJ Simpson with like a new pair of gloves that fit. Uh, oh. Well, these are not my, these are not my requests. These are the requests of these young men. For me, I am over 300 years old. So, oh, here's one from Sir Trump. He would like to rule the world. Fat chance, fat man. I'm the only fat man around here. Oh, 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 and a giant wall. I can't fit a giant wall in my backpack. Uh, I don't think that would work out too well. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh yeah, I don't think so either. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is from the late Stan Lee. He would still like the nerds to leave him alone. And a sexy nurse. Well, he had both of those things at the end of his life, didn't he? Oh, I got him the sexy nurse, but the nerds were a little too nerdy for me. I cannot control them, for I am only my toy maker and an elf slave driver. I cannot control anyone else besides that. Okay, here we go. Hmm. Uh, oh! Oh, here we go. 
Here's one from uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He would like a spaceship to Venus to take the women and shut them up. What? Oh. Whoa. What does that mean? I have no I, idea what I'm that means. Specific. That's very. I don't know what that means. I'm not very hip on the news. <laughs> I don't know what's going down. Uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson got caught up in his own Me Too moment. Ho! Ho! Speaking of Me Too, the Me Too movement has written me. What a surprise. So, the Me Too movement, where are they gone? Ho! I dropped my glasses and I cannot find my place. Oh. Hold on, here we go. Um, hashtag Me Too movement. What is that, young man? What is the Me Too movement? I don't know. I'm not oh, hip uh, on what is going on. Sorry, with... Santa. That's uh, where uh, yes. powerful men have experienced yes. backlash from the women that they have abused or taken advantage of over the years. Oh, oh. <laughs> come and get it, young ladies. Let's see what happens. What did they write? Damn it, I lost my place again. Hold on. Okay. Hashtag. What is a hashtag? What is that? Oh, I do. Oh, yes, that is right. I am uh, at hashtag white power for my. um... S- Santa, you might want to change that. Why? Why, why would you want to change that? Uh, white, white power? Really? Yes. Why? Well, the, I love the um, white snow. And uh, white powder was taken, so... And snow is very powerful and white. I don't see a problem with it, young man. Well, Santa, it's wrapped up in the whole Me Too thing in large part. Oh! Let me see. Oh, I lost my place again. My glasses fell. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Easy on the eggnog, Santa. Oh. I just ate some heroin chips. Oh. Yes. Heroin chips. Wow, okay, I just got back from the bathroom. What's been going on? I was here for one second and just got my water and came back. What's up? Uh, yeah, Santa's having some problems. Oh. Hold on one second, I need to drink water. Mm, that may be it. Yeah, so Chris, Santa seems to be having problems with word finding. I'm wondering if senility is setting in. What's senility? What? <laughs> what? It's like dementia and memory problems. Uh... Well, I'll have it here, young man, that I am still the best sleigh rider. Okay, here we go. So, from the Me Too movement, they want respect. Oh! 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 Uh, that's not that funny. Um, they do want respect. Oh! 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 I think you're still living in 1929. That may be so, young man. Oh. Let's see. Uh, 
Oh, here's one from Jesus. Huh? Our friend Jesus, he wants a hammer to take out some nails. Oh. Huh? Huh? He's still got the nails in, and he's the son of God, huh? Well, he's always been on my naughty list. (laughs) The son of God is a bastard. Nope. I said it, and I don't regret it. Oh, Oh, here's one from Satan. My good pal Satan. He wants a pair of slippers. How will those fit on his feet? I don't know. Hmm. He's got cloven hooves, right? So how does he wear shoes? Oh, and he wants a light red jacket. Oh, uh-oh. Also, go fuck yourself! What? Why would he say that to Santa? He's he wow. is Satan, right? I that's mean, true. That, it's kind of his jam. Yeah, he is Satan. Whoa, that is not very disrespectful to me. I am no longer his friend. Hold on. Delete from list forever. He will never be on my list ever again. Well, he is a proud sponsor of our podcast, Satan's Bake Sale. Oh, that is right. Yeah, they've been a sponsor of our podcast since uh, 2011. Right? Isn't that right? Santa? Yeah. I, I, I think Satan's he- Bake Sale, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's been our long sponsor, too, yeah. Oh, yeah, they've been our sponsor from the beginning. Okay, here we go. Okay. Come on, get on with it, fucking... Okay, hold on, I am old! Okay, respect getting paid more... ...than men. That's from the Me Too movement uh, list. They want respect and to get paid more than men. Wow, that's very disrespectful, Santa. We we don't like that around here anymore. It's not. It's 2018 now. You can't do that. You can't do that anymore, Santa. It's 2018. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that. Oh! Oh! Here we go from the first time film watchers. That is a podcast. Ah. Uh, they want everybody to know that they want. Gerard Butler and Jason Statham wrapped in a bow and nothing else. Oh! Just about. Uh, that's kind of weird. Well, I cannot do that. They are celebrities. Uh, I sort of dropped a match in California a while back and uh, sort of burned something and I had to go. Jesus, did you admit to starting that fire that just happened? That's sad, man. You can't say that. Santa, that's mean. I hope you got a really Fuck. kill insurance policy there, Santa. Oh. oh! Sorry about that, people. I will give you all extra presents this year. Oh, I'm sure that'll make up for it. Fucking asshole, man. Fuck this guy. Okay. This is from... <coughs> One more list. Here we go, guys. Here's from... The Horrible Gamers Podcast. Oh, another podcast has given me a list. 
Uh, let's see. Mr. Gunny Chief. Henley. Yes. He wants a GTX 1070 GPU. In the PS4? Wow, that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what that shit is. Oh. Um, well, the 1070 is a uh, graphics card, right? Am I right? No. No fucking clue, man. I don't know. Computer GPU and a, uh, and a, um, a PS4. Oh, I don't know, young man. I have no idea. And then Ryan up in Canada. He wants a million dollars and a babysitter for his baby. Oh, oh, oh. He just had a young child. And he can't play video games. Oh, uh-oh. He is learning the hard way what it's like to have a child and be addicted to video games. Yeah, I had to go through it, man. You know, you just have to, you know, work your way around it. You gotta suck it up, Buttercup. Oh, it gets better. Oh. Huh? I said it gets better. Oh, 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 oh. And... Oh... Uh, Pinpoint Red. Another for uh, John. He wants Akira Comics, whatever that is. Warhammer 4K and maybe Red Dead 2. <laughs> well, Santa, I can tell you that the Akira Comics are some of the best written Japanese comic books in existence. Oh, okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, why doesn't he? Why don't you get that for him, Santa? I don't know what it is. I'm completely out of touch! Oh, really? Amazon's taking everything away from me! I can't Amazon do anything! Wait, Santa? Sometimes I go to Jeff Bezos' house and do mountains of cocaine! Whoa, you don't want to admit to that, Santa. Jeez. That's insane. Yes! Everybody into the bus. And we plot about taking over the world! Wow, you're crazy, Santa. Alright, uh, I think it's time for Santa to get out of here. He's a little crazy. Or, or do you want to hang out for the rest of the show? I can hang out over here in the corner! Alright, if you want to. Alright! Bye, guys! Uh, bye, Santa. Later. Bye, Santa. Jesus. Can I turn this music off now, Santa? Please. Sure. Okay, cool. Oh, man. Whew. Man. Okay, so now... All right, uh, what do you got? Make sure we're recording everything. I've got sad, sad news. What is that? Daredevil's canceled now. Fucking Netflix has taken the axe to all of Marvel. Of course they are. I think uh, P the rumor is that they're axing everything that they don't own. Yeah. Except for well, Friends, which they paid $100 million for. Well, yeah, but why not, right? If you've got exclusive rights to stream Friends, I know my wife's already binge-watched through that whole fucking show again. But for one year. $100 million for just a year? And Warner Brothers is putting out their own streaming service, and guess what's going to go on that streaming service? friends exactly 
So there we go. Just like I said before, it's my stream, not mainstream anymore. Everyone just watches their own thing now. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Though they won't be there for you in a year. At all. Yeah. Okay, so what do you got? Uh, just the sad news. To... Daredevil's now canceled. Poor that Daredevil. Just, yeah, that just leaves um, Punisher and Jessica Jones, and I bet we'll hear some news about them soon enough. Oh yeah, after their after their final season, they'll be like bye bye. Yeah, because they already filmed it. They'll put it on there, and that's it. You know. <coughs> I kind of hope that Disney takes it back uh, on their streaming service and brings ba- at least Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Punisher. Um, those were really fantastic shows. I give a fuck about. Um, Iron Fist or the Defenders and Luke Cage. Well, I like the way season two ended. Season three could be really, really cool if they keep going in the kind of direction that they were. Yeah. But uh, we'll see, I guess. So, yeah, just sad. Bye bye, Daredevil. That was yeah. the best bunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, later, Daredevil. Yeah. Okay, what should I do first? The um the okay, should I, okay, we'll do the um oops, we'll do the uh what's it called? God damn it. We'll do the nine inch nails concert first and then we'll do the theater next and Alright, here we go. So I went to Nine Inch Nails and that's about it. <laughs> no, no, no. Music, and it was fine. Well, I'm looking for uh, my Nine Inch Nails music because I like them so much. But yeah, <clears throat> I don't know why. I don't know why they're taking away all of the. Um, pretty soon, like once Disney. Oh shit! Once Disney starts their streaming service, everyone's gonna um, dump and like start flipping out. That's when all the shit's going to hit the fan. You know, once Disney starts, everyone's going to be like, okay, now we have to hammer down. Everyone's trying to beat Disney to the punch right now. You know, because they have so much material. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, now they've got Fox Pictures. Once once the Mandalorian hits, and once, like, uh, all those Avengers side story things hit, you know, it's going to be huge. And I mean, not only that, they're talking uh, not just a Mandalorian, but uh, like a Resistance uh, era kind of TV show, too. Resistance era? Yeah. So like uh, Ray and Finn and all them. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Not oh. necessarily those characters, but like set in that time period. Like, I hope it's good. And I hope the. Um... Uh, what's it called the? Uh, it just doesn't like start slanting towards like 2018 politics too much in these. You know what I mean? Like just start like overwhelming all the stuff with 2018 politics. That's what I don't want my TV and my TV and movies are slowly doing that right now. Hopefully they go back, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's crazy, but I think it will. 
more so than ever. You know, like I think uh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy two was the last type of like Disney movie where it was just like, oh, it's just a movie. They weren't like slanting one way or the other or trying to include something when it wasn't there before or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, we have our first transgender superhero. You know. <clears throat> That's what's gonna be next. Why not? No, I don't care, but I'm just saying. Uh, that's what's going to be next. Where I have a cross-dressing superhero. It's a dude who dresses up as a female superhero. And then no one would suspect his secret identity as a male. There we go. That's a good one. Except like he gets caught with lipstick on. He's like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so his girlfriend finds out. Why are you wearing lipstick it's and like, tons what? of glitter? It's like, what? Why are you in heels? Huh? He forgot to change everything but his shoes. Right. Like, what? All right, so, Nine Inch Nails. Nin. Ninny. With, uh... So, who opened up? All right, I'll go go opening up. Mm -hmm. Because, bam, opened up was, uh... Uh, Jesus and Mary Chain, you know, they're from the 80s, but uh, they sounded really good, man, for for what they they were playing. So when we got there, so my brother picked me up with his wife. We went out and we got pizza at a really good pizza joint, but I forget the name. (laughs) I'm like, what's the name of this place? It was like within like two blocks of the uh, Bill Graham Civic Auditorium. And we got up there like around 5.30. The doors opened at 7. We didn't even get there when the doors opened. We missed the first band, which was like, oh, fuck, I forget the name. HD Limited or something like that. I don't know. We totally missed them. Whatever. I uh, went there, grabbed some, yeah, it was a really good pizza. And uh, we we ordered a pizza and we got it first, and then we were still hungry. My brother was still hungry, so then we ordered more, which is kind of weird. I've never done that before. <coughs> I was like, I'm still hungry from that, so we ordered more food. We had time to kill. Did you get stoned? Uh, I didn't get stoned until I was stoned before I I got picked up, but we didn't get stoned until walking down after we ate. You know, I gave my sister-in-law a couple hits off of those um, moon rock joints that I get. <laughs> those, uh, like, all Keef. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, pack joints. And, yeah, we smoked one walking back to towards the um, auditorium. But, and I ate, like, what, like a gummy and some brownie. And then she had, I think she had some chocolate some dark chocolate that she ate then I ate the rest of her dark chocolate it was like eh, whatever I'll take that <laughs> whatever it was a cool show so these guys opened up first and uh yeah and I think my brother drank two beers like two like really big beers while we were uh eating so he was a little buzzed already so it worked out perfectly so we got all like fucked up towards 
like you know at the eating spot two blocks away I forget the name of it damn it the eating spot it was a good pizza joint damn it I wish I remember the name <laughs> oh well but uh once we got there there weren't that many people there I'd never been to the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium have you been there before once years and years ago right uh, yeah for me that was the first time there it's small I thought it was bigger. I thought it was, you know, I'm picturing like, you know, Oakland, Oakland Coliseum. Or, or, uh, Oakland. Uh, what's it called? So, yeah, so they played this song second. Yeah. Yeah, what's up? They're, um, basically like, um, psychedelic furs, you know, all that type of music. Sure. But they sound way better live. Well, at least uh, the sound was really good that night at the place. Yep. Bill Graham Civic's got really good acoustics, that's for sure. Yeah, had my earplugs in. I was like, set. I was like, yeah. Yeah, otherwise it was so loud. That's all hardwood floors. <laughs> I don't even know what they used it for before. They what do they use it for? Just concerts? Uh, to my knowledge, yeah. That's it. I mean, they may use it for like a spoken word event or comedy or something like that, but I don't know. Mm. Okay, so okay, so we got these guys. Bam. Then they played this song for their last song. Uh, this song was banned on the radio. Uh, when it came out, like, in, like, what, like, 84, 83, I forget. Something like that. In the UK, it was banned. Because they're from, um, fuck, is that Ireland? Or Scot- uh, Scottish, I think they're Scottish. Huh. I think, they, yeah, I think they're Scottish. Don't quote me on that. I know they're not American. I know that much. <laughs> but yeah. But it was a weird crowd, man. Okay, so then they played, and then bam. We'll go back to this guy. Boom. Then it was like 20 minutes later. And it was more intimate than most Nine Inch Nails concerts. There weren't big effects, it was just lights. It was mostly music. You know what I mean? And he bam. And then uh, mostly music and mostly lights. Nothing dropped. No curtains. He just popped out on stage. And played Mr. Self-Destruct opening up. And most every city, it seems, that he's doing mixing. He's mixing up all of his playlists because he has so many fucking songs at this point. Yeah, I mean, he's been around for like 30 years. Yeah, right? so just to make it interesting to himself, probably. Probably. He's just like he's opening up with different songs because I was looking up the playlist, and uh, and it was like for what night, you know? It's like for Vegas he did this for the like every every night he does a different playlist, you know. So that band has to know every fucking song to heart. Yeah, it's gotta be rough. <laughs> oh yeah, but they were like, dude, they were tight every every time, and this was like the tightest they've seen him because you know he's sober, he's uh, he's seasoned. 
You know what I mean? He's a he's a Grammy, an Academy Award winning. Uh, you know what I mean? Him and Atticus Ross were there. The whole the whole like almost original band was there. Atticus Ross is the guy who makes all the soundtracks with. He's doing. They're both doing the soundtrack, and the music score for the uh, HBO's Watchmen. Uh, you know, they got they got a um, you know they got an Academy Award for Facebook's soundtrack. But yeah, they rocked it. And every time, um, what was it? Yeah, every, yeah, everything they did was tight. They didn't fuck up once. I've seen a lot of bands fuck up and try to get back. These guys mm-hmm. didn't. They're just like bam, bam, bam. Just super tight. Because uh, Trent's a perfectionist, so he's not going to hire people that aren't going to be perfectionists. So every, every part of that band. Right. Because he plays everything live. You know, all the samples he puts in live and everything. So the drums are all live. That's not a drum machine. That's a fucking drummer doing all that shit. With a drum machine, like, track behind it. But, yeah. The drummer was insane. Yeah, it sounds like it. Just from the little (sighs) bits you played so far. No. Insane. Okay, so he did that song, then bam, went into this. Last. So So that was from... The first one was from Downward Spiral. Second song is from Broken. Um, perfect song to go into second bam and that was pretty cool so I went into last and then from that they went into letting you slip yeah and that was very bassy but then they went into one of my favorite songs from pretty hate machine bam oops Yeah. Sin from Pretty Hate Machine. um, So that was one of his first big albums was Pretty Hate Machine. Like, he put out singles, but his first album was Pretty Hate Machine. I actually owned this album when it came out. Oh, really? Ever owned, yeah. (laughs) It's the only Nice Tales you've ever owned? Yeah. Yeah. So bam, they bust out Sin, and it sounds amazing live, and just like all sort of redone, twisted a little bit. But yeah, it was amazing live. Um, I don't know if he always plays it live, but yeah, he didn't do Terrible Lie, which I thought he was going to open up with. We are all guessing on what song he was going to open up with. We are all wrong. Uh... <laughs> Well, you've got like a one in 700 chance. I know. I said terrible lie. And Todd, who's seen it more than anybody, said that's a good choice. And he said somebody else, something else, Mr. Self-Destruct. No, he didn't say Mr. Self-Destruct, which he did open up with. He said something else. I forget. But I don't know. Um, So he did uh, this, Sin. Then he went into Piggy. Another song from Downward Spiral. So I did Piggy Pig Pig. This is a song. This is the um, album we recorded in the uh, Sharon Tate house. The Downward Spiral. Interesting. That I didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah, he uh, he bought that property. bought that house. And recorded Downward Spiral there. Yeah. Um, yeah, he recorded a bunch of stuff there. 
Uh, then he sold it, I think. But he had probably a lot of money and drugs. You know, he's just like, hey, I'll buy the Sharon Tate house. That's cool. You know? <clears throat> so, yeah, so the Downward Spiral was recorded there. I think part of Marilyn Manson's stuff was recorded there. Um, what else? Yeah, he put out a double VHS. Okay. Of this. When I, was like, <laughs> I didn't know they still made VHS of any type. No, not no. Then back then, you put a double in, in 95, 96. Okay, that makes way more yeah. sense. I'm so confused for a 95, second. 96. There was double VHS of all the making of all this shit. Okay, let's see. So he did this, and then he went bam into Year Zero. Super, another super bassy song. Yeah. That said to fucking shake the ball when you were in a Yeah, it was fucking loud. That's why I have earplugs, dude. So I'm not dying. So he did bam, this, and then he did boom. He's like, oh, this song's from Natural Boring Killers. When he did the uh, musical score for Natural Born Killers in the soundtrack. <clears throat> Remember that? Oh, vaguely. I haven't seen Natural Born Killers of years either. Oh, but when you watched it, it was all Trent with the soundtrack, all the sounds and everything. Yeah, that'd be a weird movie to score. Yeah, it would. So yeah, so he rarely plays this song live, I think. I've never seen him play it live until this one. But it was very um, just cut and dry. It was just the band with lights. Like, I've seen him super elaborate with a fucking huge light screen and everything and graphics going left and right, you know what I mean? Sure. No graphics, it was just all lights. Nothing even behind him. You know, it was, it was a white backdrop with just them rocking out with smoke. And it was really cool, the, like, the, um, the imagery because it was just their shadows. You know what I mean? It was cool. Very trippy. So he did burn. Then bam. Happiness and slavery. And he wanted to play that in San Francisco because it reminds him of everybody in the tech industry. Because they're all happiness and slavery. Because mm-hmm. they're all <laughs> So he did that. Boom. And then he went into bam. Wish. Which is uh, another one off Broken. So Slavery was off Broken. This one's off Broken. So that's the last song they did. And then he... Um, what else did he do? He did... Um, and it was weird. The whole audience was people our age. And a little bit younger, but not much. So I don't even... I don't know if there were pits or anything going on. But I, I don't think I'm surprised by that at all, Chris. I mean... While Nine Inch Nails has been wildly successful, like, I don't hear Nine Inch Nails songs on the radio at all. My kids have no idea who that is. No, no, they have their, it's just diehard fans at this point. Yeah, seriously, it's the people who were our age when the band was enormous. Yeah, 
And uh, also the um, yeah, I think right now they're playing three nights in LA. I think they played two nights up here, three nights in LA. Hmm. Yeah, they're touring all over the fucking place, man. But yeah, it was cool, man. So let's see. I rate the concert five out of five ear holes. Uh, definitely, the sound was good. You know, the sound could always be shitty at a concert. Mm-hmm. But uh, it sounded really good, especially even with the earplugs in. It probably made it even sound better because I could hear it cleaner. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, I've taken out my earplugs uh, in concerts and everything just gets muddy. I can't hear the high end. All you can hear is the bass and the drums usually. Yeah, I can hear a lot better with my earplugs in. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I'm definitely happy that I've got a good pair that um, I'll use. Yeah, dude. They helped. Up. My brother came, Todd, and he's thought, oh, and he had uh, um, napkins. Oh, really? He's a freaking physician. Like, whatever. You'd think that that would be like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh well. Protecting my hearing is important because I need to hear shit because I'm a doctor. Oh well, doesn't matter. All right, wish. Rocking out. They ended on hurt. He sang a David Bowie cover. It's on my late friend David Bowie. Then sang a David Bowie cover. But yeah, I did wish, which is cool. And they did, um, God, the, they did this one huge, insane middle drum solo, like, you know, the end of the concert thing. And then before the encore of three songs, where the drummer just went off, dude. It was insane. It was crazy. So, yeah, super talented, old school, but can still play and sound good. 30 years later. You don't see that a lot. And even, like, um, even, um, Jesus and Mary Chain sounded great for a 40-year-old band, you know? Mm-hmm. They didn't sound like, oh, we're the Beach Boys. <gasps> you know? Because they can't hit those high notes anymore. You know? <laughs> so. Well, yeah, but come on. That's to be expected. All right, so that's it, guys. Bam.
Get up. Give it up. Give it up. It's pick it up, Chris. I give it up. No, I said skip it up. Skip it up. Skip it up. Skip it up. Okay, what's up? Uh, that was Real Big Fish with the song Authority Song. I don't know. They're a fun ska band. Mid nineties. I don't even know if they're together anymore, but yeah, they're worth it. If that's your bag. Check them out. Real big fish. Everyone knows a couple of their songs, but they've got a pretty deep catalog. <clears throat> yeah, they've been around. They've been around since what ninety one. Yeah, I would guess like ninety one, ninety three, somewhere in there. Skip it up. Skip it up. Yeah, but beer song and fucking. Uh, sell out like they've got like three maybe three songs that got some radio time yeah and uh yeah besides that it was like oh they have other songs look at that <laughs> this is one of those other songs a cover song skip it up skip it up not not a cover song I don't think yeah it is no yeah authority no, you're you're thinking of the Pennywise song, right? No, I'm thinking of the Clash song, Authority. Oh, that one's not on my radar. I don't know if it's the same. Maybe it is a Clash song. It is. Hmm. They did not come up with that song. Skip it up. They just scored it up. There is no Clash song called Authority. No, I, it's not called Authority. I'm always so bad with Clash names because their names are so off-putting. It's like, uh, and they covered it. I think it's an old song. No, it might be, but the Clash never covered it, at least according to Spotify. And I have most of the Clash catalog on my Spotify queue. I think I don't have a couple live albums because they're, you know, repetitive as hell. Well, because I know I've heard that song not from them before. <laughs> Maybe it's covered by other people. Let's see. No, it's on The Clash. It has to It has to be. That's where I've heard it. Yeah, it's The Clash. Uh, Authority Song is a John Mellencamp song. There we go. That's it. Not The Clash. Whatever. Same difference. The Clash has the authority in there. That's what it is. John Mellencamp. God, I knew I heard that song. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Well, see, just... that's why I didn't know it, because John Mellencamp, John Cougar Mellencamp, John Cougar. Melon, but... Melon, Melon, yeah, Double Melon like... Camp, Camp. John camp Cougar, Cougar, Death Camp. Like, camp, Camp, whatever. Cougar, Melon. Yeah, like whatever. Like, I don't know many of that guy's songs. Just what's played on the radio. Dude, I never... Little Pink Houses, yeah. uh, Jack and Diane. Yes, I know the um, <laughs> What? Authority nope. song. That's never been played on the radio because uh, I've never heard it. Yeah, dude, that's a huge hit. Okay, now we got to play John Cougar Mellencamp. See, there you go, play it. Blast it. Can you hear it? Barely. Yeah, I don't have it hooked up through my regular gizmo, so. Okay, I'm going to put John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I recognize it. Yeah, come on. 
Okay, well, John like Cougar. She's version better. Let's put it that way. Oh, here's a classic right here, man. Jesus. Okay, we don't need to go through Cougar Melon Camp on Cougar Melon Camp. Come on, that's a classic. This is a super clappy song. He had much of clappy songs. <laughs> Seriously. God, the sound is so bad in that. Look at that. When I was a young boy, those there we go, yeah. He's basically in this video, he has chicks dancing with like a G string on. Like, what? uh, playing, uh, uh, yeah, he's just molesting this chick. This would never swing in 2018, guys. It's just chicks in chains, and he's just molesting them on stage. <laughs> that's all, seriously, that's that's all it is. Oh man, it's about him beating the shit out of women until it hurts so good. Apparently so. What a dick. No, that this is their clappy song. That's their clappy song. Delete it. Oh. Right? Come on, you know the song. Yeah, again, this got plenty of radio play. Little ditty about Jack and Diane. Two of them getting kids growing up in the heartland. He's gonna be a football star. Diane's gonna drive down city of Jackie's car. Yeah, there we go. Suck it on, chili dog. On the path to taste freeze. Tazzy and Tom spin his lap, and he got a boner between his knees. Like I said, hey, Diane, let's run a shade tree. We're gonna beat you down and fuck you nicely. Oh, yeah, life goes on. Long after the fail of living is gone. Oh, yeah, life goes on. Yeah. It's about him raping a chick behind a tree. All of his, all of his songs are about, like, Fucking chicks behind trees and shit. Yeah. You notice that? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Little pink houses, it's all clits. You know? <laughs> That's Little what it is now, guys. Little uh, pink houses is clits. Right? Little clit houses is what he wanted to call it. And they're like, no, you can't call it that. No one's going to buy a song called Little Clit Houses. He was going to call it Devil's Doorbell. <laughs> Devil's Door, yeah, the Devil's Doorbells. But the little clip. No, 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 no. That's not going to. But in the video, it's all houses, like sitting on top of a uh, pussy, so it's all clits. Sitting on top of grass. It's all, it's all tossed. Pink houses sitting on top of grass. Little clit houses is what it was originally supposed to be called. Right? Oh, this is the best part right here. Go 
roll and roll. Let the rhythm save my soul. Let the Bible Belt come and save my soul. Yeah. Make us women and men. While these fucking people behind trees. What is this guy's message? Uh, He's like, I'm religious, but I'll fuck you behind a shady tree. You're going to suck on my chili dog, bitch. Behind a shady tree. Okay. All right. Let's get to my movie theater that I've been hyping. Here we go. Okay. So, I walk in to the movie theater. I go into the 21 and over bathroom, and this is blasting. Like, oh, here we go. So this is the Icon Movie Theater in Mountain View, California. Where they have two sections, a 21 and over section. Ten theaters, reclining seats, heated seats, two settings on the heated seats. Leather. This place opened October uh, 8th. Hasn't been even open like five months yet. Right? Everything's all fresh. Uh, okay, so everything's all fresh. So I walk in. I go to my first uh, movie there was... Um, um, uh, Em and I went and saw Robin Hood there. It was my first movie. Okay, which I rated before. Which sounded really good. Because it's all new sound system. You know, all the theaters are like aren't the top notch. Their top notch theater is called their XCon Theater, and that's where um, they have uh, what's it called? The XCon Theater has the uh, uh, what is it? God damn it, I can't think of it. That's where they have the twenty one and over. So they have two sections. So they have a downstairs and an upstairs. The upstairs section, they have a full running restaurant and a bar on the left. So a full bar on the left, a full running restaurant down straight ahead if you walk upstairs. When you walk in, they have somebody greeting you going, oh, hello, sir. So... (laughs) Is he wearing a Walmart vest? No, they're wearing um, black shirts. There's a lot of them, man. Uh, The security is pretty laxed. Um, if you look up, yeah, if you look up Icon Theater if you want, or not. And then also the, um, uh, anyone listening, yeah, just look up Icon Theaters. There's four of them. There's one in Chicago, there's one in, fuck, I forget where else. There's one in San Jose, and there's one uh, in Mountain View. So there's four of these things. Ten theaters, so I went and saw... Which I'll, I'll rate them later, but uh, what did I see there? So far, ugh, I forget what I saw so far. Oh, what did I see? Oh no, I just saw Robin Hood and I think I saw Free Solo there, which I'm gonna rate later. And, and the 21 and Over Theater. So the 21 and Over Theater is divided by a wall. So there is like a strict 21 and Over policy up on this one area so that's fine and in part of their free club which I get a discount on so say a normal movie's 15 bucks I get it for 11 that's not bad 
You know, um, or and then that would be like a, a night movie would be fifteen for me, and somebody else would be nineteen dollars. So save five bucks being a free member of this fucking club. Their popcorn's good. It's a free club too. I mean, how often is there that? Uh, because they know they want you to spend money there. Yeah, and there's uh, six locations now. Okay, well maybe six. I don't know. So then I went to, um, which I'll rate later, uh, the possession of Hannah. So I went there. I went and had dinner. So no one was in the, <laughs> no one was in the dining room, <clears throat> right? No, nobody was in the dining room. So I walked straight in, and uh, I just sit down and order a cheeseburger and fries. Like, hey, how's it going? Totally. Hey, blah 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 blah. And it was nice because no one was there. And then um, I went back again with my daughter, and no one was there again. <laughs> For food? Yeah. It's like good food, you know? It's like ribs and chicken and cheeseburgers, and it's not like... And then they also have movie food. Yeah, so it's like American diner food or yeah. barbecue kind of stuff. Yeah, this is an actual restaurant. <coughs> you know, it's a little pricey. Like, the cheeseburger is like 10 15 bucks. Whatever. Well, yeah, but you're paying for the location stuff. Yeah, and it's a double patty, so that's not bad. Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, double patty sounds good. So then they have the double patty, and then, hmm. Yeah, that, they actually, they cooked it right, and it tasted really good. So I was full off of that, and then I went in and saw my movie, uh, The Possession of Hannah Grace. Dun, dun. And so. When I went in, so the theater was, I guess, yeah, all leather seats, man, which is nice. Which you don't see anymore. It's all fabric at this point. And for me, it's always nice to go into a new theater. All the speakers are nice. It smells new. It smells like a new car. You know, it's crazy. It doesn't smell like thousands of other people's buttholes, huh? No, not yet. But it's all classy buttholes because only (laughs) (laughs) high-priced people go here, you know? So when I saw, like, um, I guess I'll get into fucking the movie. I don't know. So when I walked in there, it's, I don't know, it didn't smell, it didn't smell bad at all. The floors aren't sticky. There's actually six feet of room in between you and the people in front of you. So when you recline your chair, you can actually walk by the people as opposed to at the AMC where your feet are touching the wall if you recline the chair. Not my feet, but most people's feet. If you're like, you know, if you're your size, six foot, your feet are touching the wall. (coughs) If you recline your chair. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because they designed it like shit. You know, they they designed the whole thing shit. And, and this one's been designed so it's like luxury. So you can sit down. Oh, and they have a guy who comes out. So I'll tell you about Hannah Grace anyway. They have a guy who comes out and he was like, hey, welcome to Icon Theaters. There is a uh, exits are on your left and blah, blah, blah. Right. And so we I went to the this is my third time going to the theater. or uh, Yeah. 
And so it was just my daughter and I sitting in the theater. And the only and, and the guy comes in, he's a nervous kid, and it was probably his first time doing it. And he had like a piece of paper. He's like, Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Icon Theaters. Um, there's exits over here. Uh please um please try not to use your phones. Or he he says like don't you he doesn't he doesn't say no using phones during the movie. He just says, uh, we'd like you not to use your phones. Um, and, uh, enjoy the movie. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, what the fuck? And it was only us and we're staring at this guy and he's just like, what the fuck is going on? He's going to quit that job. <laughs> A 17-year-old kid with a piece of paper. He's going to have to announce every fucking movie that it comes in there. So, I don't get it. Like, is this supposed to be like an Alamo Drafthouse kind of place? Uh, no. Because Alamo Drafthouse has all the food, and they have servers serving the fucking food during the movie. Mm. This is, you can get your food, walk in, and sit down. You know, you buy your food, walk in and sit down. And they have little ushers in there. You know, it's it's classy. It's, you know, it's for people in Palo Alto. <clears throat> We're like, oh, this is a nice place. Uh-oh. And they let me bring my backpack in and didn't say anything. Oh, there you go. Give it some time, though. I'm sure they'll start hassling you. <laughs> no, I think they already know me at this point. <laughs> Yeah, which reminds me. Yeah, and they only put their movies out the day of, or it's not like three weeks early, except for like bigger movies. Like they just had, um, what's it called? Uh, Jason Momoa, Aquaman tickets. Which sucks because the... uh, because a lot of people got the early screenings for Aquaman through the Amazon thing. I mm-hmm. didn't I forgot about it and totally just spaced. So I didn't get one, but it was playing at that theater. <laughs> <laughs> for you. But I wanted I, to see the movie guy. But I'm gonna go see uh this coming week, I'm gonna go see The Favor uh tomorrow night, Thursday. Then I'm going to go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse early uh, Friday. Then I'm going to go see Bumblebee on the 8th early. So that's pretty cool. So I'll take that. So that's what I'm doing this weekend. Seeing a couple of early screenings. They're trying to get them all out before the holidays. You know, they're just like, I want to take a break. Get these things out of here. Yeah. So see that early and I'll see Momoa like a day early. Three day, I think three days early. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, then I'll see Bumblebee again. And then Bumblebee again. And then Momoa again in IMAX 3D. And then Momoa again. <laughs> in Icon 3D, I think. 
Yeah, I think so, yeah. So there we go. That's my holiday. And then I go see Vice and other movies. Yeah, okay, here we go. Listen to these stupid fucking things. I'm like, what? What are you making me listen to? Why are you doing this to me? No, I'm just going through the soundtracks like I always do with the movies. Mm-hmm. Still. And these these soundtracks have become just horrid. Because there's no music anymore. So it's just beeps and boops. You know? Like, mainstream music is just like, what? You know? So these are supposed to be This is supposed to be the soundtrack To uh, Possession of Hannah Grace Possession of Hannah Grace Oh here we go Oh, I don't want to listen to that yet. That was a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. So this isn't even the soundtrack to Hannah Grace. So whatever it is, I don't give a shit. Okay, so this movie's bad. This movie's not good at all. The Possession of Hannah Grace is just eh. You've seen it better. You've seen it done better. It's done better in different in different places. Different places. Uh, like. Oh. What is it? Um, <coughs> God, now I can't think. Uh, uh, Jane Doe. Or the the body of Jane Doe. Or I think it's called Jane Doe. That's another possession body they bring into the morgue. There's a lot of holes in the plot of this movie as opposed to just... I, I don't know, man. The, the movie just fell apart. It had some cool sound because I've never been in the movie theater before. So the sound quality was really good because the speakers are really good and they're, and they're trying to pump up. Like, hey, look at the sound. The screen's nice size for a normal theater. Theater. You know, for that theater. So I wanted to... So maybe I was blinded by the new theater thinking it was better than it was. But yeah, I saw the movie twice because I saw it Thursday and then I saw it Saturday. Uh, so out of all, Possession of Hannah Grace has some cool special effects. Other than that, it's... I don't know, man. It's just a pile of shit. The Possession of Hannah shit. Um, it sounds messy. I would give it three out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes, and one out of five double broken arms... For the possession of Hannah Grace, it was just, I don't know, a space filler for all the big movies coming right around the corner. Like, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, also, I'm going to go see Mule. Uh, Clint Eastwood, probably his last movie. He won't survive much longer. You know, Clint Eastwood. Mule time. Yeah, I do. Okay, so... Let's see, what do we got? So the Nin thing. Oh, Kidding Season uh, 1. I give 5 to 5 eye holes, 5 to 5 ear holes. 4 to 5 uh, ukuleles. Oh, Outlaw King. I saw that a long time ago. Uh, it's going to be... God, it was horrible. 
horrible acting. I even tweeted out a part where this fucking pointed out that his the crown was all bent when he was handing it back to him. I was like, oh, thanks for protecting it. And it's all... <coughs> and it's just all fucked up. Mm. Really bad. And so I give it... Uh, I don't know. They tried to be something it wasn't. It was supposed to be um, like the, what was happening while Braveheart was going on. The Outlaw King. You might like it. It's a... Like a period piece? Yeah. Starring yeah. Chris Pine. Oh, this is the Netflix movie, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, no. I uh, saw the trailer. I was not in particularly excited to watch it. Three out of five ear holes. Three out of five eye holes. Two out of five water weenies. Vater <laughs> 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 weenies. For, um, who is it? God damn it, Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Okay. The water beanies in the, in, in the Middle Ages? Okay, we're not bringing Santa back. Well, oh! 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 Nice. He's not here yet. Hold on. He was just here. Okay, we're going to rate a movie that I just saw. What other song does this go with? Hey, Hunter. Die hard. Die hard. Yeah. Finally saw in the theater probably like three weeks ago. A while ago. Um, God, it was like November, I think, 11th. Oh, my stomach. This was my eye. Yippee ki motherfucker. Yippee ki I thought it was Yippee Kaye Motherfudger. Oh my god. Yippee Kaye Motherfudger. Um. Okay, U B E R. Hans Gruber. Hold on, I want to find the Hans Gruber. God damn it. Jans Gruber? No. H A N S? Hans. 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 Here's the best part right here. Now, where is Mr. Takagi? Joseph Yoshinobu Takagi. Yoshinobu Takagi. Family emigrated to San Pedro, California in 1939. Interned Manzanar, 1942 to 43. Scholarship student, university. Bad audio. Whatever. So, here's Hans meets McLean. Hey Doing. Man, doing. Oh, please, God, no! You're one of them, aren't you? You're one of them. No, no, don't kill me, please, no, please, don't kill me, don't kill me, please. Whoa, me, whoa, me, whoa! Me, relax, relax. I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm not gonna hurt you. So, 
How did he know the, who the bad guy was? What do you mean? How did he know that he was bad? What were you looking for? Uh... How did McLean know that Hans wasn't really some American office schlub? Yeah. Uh, that's easy because Hans is dressed like a fucking European. He's not wearing an American suit. No, it was the watch. No, oh, is that why? Yep. Because they bring up the watch. His watch. And he knows it's in a European watch. Mm, you smoke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he goes, nice watch. You know? You don't work for Nakatomi. Nakatomi. I'm a cop from New York. Got to the Christmas party by mistake. <laughs> 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 I'm John McClane. You're, uh. Clay. Clay? Now to use a handgun, Bill. Guns that shoot red paint. I'm trying to find the uh, watch part, but oh well. Zofo. Gun. Oh, well, well. Hans. Put it down. Ut it on. Oh, well, whatever. But yeah, I saw it in the theater. It's nice to see that again in the theater. It wasn't too packed. Um, Yeah, if you haven't seen it in the theater, man, it's a must-see in the theater. I just watched it at my house not too long ago. Oh, nice. It's totally yeah. like when he's in that um, the air duct, that's mm -hmm. when you notice. You're like, okay, this is awesome in the theater. Yeah. So he's like, boof. You know, like, uh, come on to the coast, have a few laughs. Mm -hmm. All right, that got a chuckle. We're uh, in the audience was laughing at it's a comedy, man. I mm -hmm. noticed that it is a huge comedy, it is an action comedy because it's different with an audience. People are laughing at like. <laughs> Like the parts where he's getting shot at, they're laughing at the, when he gets hung, they're laughing at the ho-ho-ho stuff. Now um, I have a machine gun too. Yeah. Um, Like the coke guy. God, what were they? They're laughing at like odd moments, man. It's very, it's very different, yeah. When people would get killed, they'd laugh at all the kills. No. You know. Um, Bloodthirsty, huh? Or they're just fucking hipster 20-year-olds going, <laughs> Remember this old movie? Look at this. You know, it could be that, too. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> Look at this old movie. <laughs> you stupid old people. Okay, so... Die Hard, yeah. See in the theater if you can. I, I was, it was either Nine Inch Nails or Superman, 40th anniversary. Uh, I'll go Nine Inch Nails, but that was out last week. I'd have totally seen that. Oh well, no Christopher Reeve Superman for me in the theater again. Oh. 
Man, so Die Hard, you got five out of five eye holes, five out of five ear holes. Or no, five out of five eye holes, four to five, no, five out of five ear holes, four to five eye holes. Because of the, some of the graphics. Uh, and five out of five broken necks, broken neck falls, or um, European watches. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see what else do they have here. Oh, all right. What do you got? Uh, American Gods season two finally has a release date. What is it? March tenth, twenty nineteen. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see if it's any good. We it's- will. I mean, it's been over a year since that came out. Well, it's lost all of its creative talent. So right. we'll see what the happens. Showrunners are gone. Gillian Anderson left and Kristen Chenoweth left too. Yeah, so it's like, uh, American what? Well, I mean, the main actors are still there. Ian McShane and what's his name? Ricky Whittle? Shadow Moon, whoever that guy is. Yeah. Uh, you know, the fucking uh, leprechaun, the fucking eight-foot-tall leprechaun guy? Like, they're all coming back. Oh, Christmas well, we're still there. But anyway, um, there is a, a release date. So that's good news. It's it's not just disappearing. So what do you think? Is it going to last? I think it's gone after this season. Probably. There's so much like turmoil and flippity flop and change. Like everything. <laughs> Unless this season does really, really well. True. What did you think of the uh, um, Captain Marvel trailer? You know, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. What? Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, I was even at a... Uh, I was eating pizza, and, and my sister-in-law was like, oh, isn't that uh, that Captain Marvel trailer you're waiting for? So I'm like, oh, because they were playing Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, cool. So I saw it in silence the first time I watched it. So it's like, oh, okay. So it was like a silent film for me the first time I saw the uh, trailer. So that was weird. Then I got home. I wa- I think I watched it the next day because I was tired. It was all right. Nothing special. Little Green Lantern-ish. Uh, they're making the cat. Now people are complaining because it was called Chewy. Now it's called Goose from Top Gun instead of Chewy from Star Wars. Uh. Um, I don't know. But that I makes mean, more sense because she's a pilot. Well, so, Chewie's a co-pilot too, but whatever. It's still, who cares? It it's doesn't not a matter. Deal. Yeah, I don't know. Does she fly F-14s? What's her handle? Miss Marvel? Is that her? The Marvelous Miss Maisel just came out again. Second season, guys. Popped out. I watched first episode. Sounds good. It looks good. Oh, yeah. A little, like, overproduced. You know, they're like, we have money and Emmys. <laughs> Ta-da! You know, they're just overproducing. <laughs> Let's go to France. Come on, you know. Mm-hmm. But they're not. It's just a back lot. But still. Yeah, it's it's funny to watch a, a second season successful show. 
Like, come on, guys. All right, so I don't know. It sounds it sounds good. The um the uh, Miss uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel and Captain Marvel, Captain Miss Maisel. <laughs> That's what's gonna be called now, Captain Maisel. Is that so? Yep. Not Captain Marvel. They're gonna do a play on it with the promotion of that show. Captain Maisel. All right, what was I looking up for for my next? Oh, here we go. Whew. Okay, free solo. Okay, before we get out of here. Free solo. One of the better documentaries I've seen this year. You know what this is about, right? No idea. Okay, this is a documentary following Alex Honland as he becomes the first person to free solo climb Yosemite's El Capitan wall with no ropes or safety gear he completes arguably the greatest feat in rock climbing history so this shit is fucking insane dude yeah that's nuts 3,000 feet dude he climbed that you've been there you've seen how big that wall is that guy climbed that motherfucker I mean Kirk did it first but whatever (sighs) Oh, yeah, Kirk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was interesting because you see him uh, mapping it out. He'll go up with rock climbing gear, map out all the rec- all the crevices and everything all the way up the fucking map, all the way up the rock. So he'll sit out. The- he'll sit there for weeks, dude, mapping it out, writing down little calculations. Okay. This hand here on this rock while this foot's here on this rock. You know, all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Writing it in pen and paper. He lives in a van. You know, he chooses to uh, live in a van down by the river. Uh-oh. But, like, I wanted to see, I saw this at the Icon Theater. This is the second movie I saw at the Icon Theater. It was awesome. Because they had a, because they're playing it at all these indie theaters. It's such an independent small film; no one's really seeing it, you know. Yeah, it's a documentary, not by uh, Christopher Moore. Yeah, it's playing. It's playing at the. It's playing at the Guild. Okay, see either the Guild or the new Icon Theater. I'm like, hmm. What am I gonna pick? (laughs) Yeah, the ninety year old theater (laughs) or the fucking brand new one. (laughs) Or or the Aquarius was screened the size of a fucking three by five. Uh, TV that, you know, those screens are so small yeah so this was awesome dude the cameraman was amazing they were hanging off the rock in little perches while he was mm. climbing yeah and uh, they were looking straight down dude and you're like holy shit <laughs> you're getting a little dizzy here yeah it was amazing dude watching him climb the whole thing one of the cameramen couldn't watch who was on the ground recording it. He's just like, look away the whole time. Right. Is he still in frame? I can't look. Yeah. 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 Like, did he make it? Did he make it yet? But yeah, it was awesome. Did they say how long uh, the climb took? I think five hours. I mean, that's not bad for fucking climbing straight up 3,000 feet, dude. Well, he also mapped it, so it's almost like he's just like boop, boop. And there was one climb where there was one part. still, that's three fucking thousand feet. I know. There's a couple parts where, like, he would 
go over it while he was roped in and keep slipping and falling. Yeah. You know, a couple, and then there was, the, and then they would get to that part there in the movie where he was no ropes. You're off. And he's like, you're like, holy shit. Well, I mean, dude, if you think about it, he's climbing 600 vertical feet in an hour. That's fucking intense, man. Yeah, maybe it was a little more than that. But yeah, he it was it was less than, you know, an afternoon. It wasn't 9 hours or anything. That's impressive. And he's in he's in super good shape. He has hanging boards. Well, yeah, I'm sure he didn't like do like 2 days of CrossFit and then decide to go free climb El Capitan. No. But what was hilarious, his girlfriend, like he had a girlfriend along the way. And while he was practicing, he fell 30 feet onto his ankle and hips and fucked it up. Yeah. And had to get, you know, like uh, all the like people fucking with his hips to redo it. And then he um, uh, and then he fell like twice with this chick because the chick didn't rope him in. Um, I was just like, dude, this chick's bad luck. Dude, get her the fuck out of here. Later, bitch. <laughs> You know, and then they broke up while he was trying to do the climb because he needed her to get away. He's like, dude, I need you to get out of here. Dude, if she keeps not timing <laughs> him in. He's like, he fell twice. Only while climbing. And he hasn't never had an accident ever while climbing until he met this chick. Even his friends were saying, like, this guy's climbed half dome. He's climbed all over the world. Yeah. You know, until he meets this chick. He's just like, okay. he's going to fall. Yeah, that's bad news. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Good documentary, though, huh? Dude, it's... If you see it on... A TV is not going to do it justice. It'll still be good, but watching it on a big screen and having that motherfucker hanging off, like, you know, perches that they, you know, they have into the side of the thing. Yeah, and he started to climb one time. Uh, the first time he started to climb, didn't do it. Had to wait a while before he started again. But yeah, it was cool. Free Solo, man. I thought it was about Han Solo freeing out of Carbonite. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought it was like a documentary about the characters, some bullshit like no, that. No, it's it's the it's the uh, it's like Rogue One. It's the movie on how they got the plan to get into Jabba's palace. Oh, there to you go. To free Solo. You know, that's the that was the movie they were working on before they're like, oh well, I guess Solo didn't do it. You know, it's gonna be pop out or Ur- an Eldrike. <laughs> but yeah, have you seen these like just look at some of the shots. Even some of the shots are awesome on the phone. You're like, what the fuck? This guy's free climbing a goddamn rock. And it's so weird to listen to their mentality of him and other climbers. You're like, oh, yeah, you just got to do it. You know, I just got to get up there and do it, you know. You know, we, we just got to... You don't have to climb a fucking rock. They're like, <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. climb it. Exactly. They're like, no, nah, dude, we got to climb that. Yeah, uh, no, there's no way. There's no way we can't. They're no getting up there yet. They're talking as if it's like a must-do. You know, they're talking and just like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Here we go. Like, yeah, you, you got to do it. You got to go solo, man, you know? You can't have anyone else around, you know? It's like... It's like the way it is, bruh. You're like, what the fuck? So, yeah, five out of five eye holes. 
four to f- uh, f- no four to five eye five to five eye holes for the breathtaking fucking views and everything. Uh, three out of five ear holes. It didn't sound too great. And definitely four out of five um, one one arm hangs. There you go. Okay, another show before we go, guys. <sighs> bring it down a notch, guys. We'll bring it down. Night Flyers! Yeah, the sci-fi special event, Night Flyers. One episode every night for I don't know how many nights. But I tweeted out that Fly By Night should be the theme song, and I got liked by the producers of the show. Oh, really? Yep. Got liked by the producers of the show. Okay, now I have to bring up my tweet. I should bring up my quoted tweets of the week. Uh, just like I did before. Um, but I can't. Oh, well. So, Fly By Night. Night Flyer. Have you heard of it? Seen it? Uh, not seen it. Heard of it. Okay, heard of it. Did you know it was on? <laughs> Did you know it was on? Uh, yeah, just based on what popped up on Twitter. Oh, okay. The ship is a ca- Oh, I tweeted out. Um, okay, here we go. We'll do. Uh, fine, we'll do it real quick. Okay, so uh, they want Hanukkah horror. This guy tweeted out, um, "Bloody disgusting. The world. The world needs more Hanukkah horror films. Horror films." So I tweeted out, "Havatza Kilia." The Dreidel of Death, The Menorah Massacre, and Fiddler with a Knife. Okay, where... Okay, that's, huh. I don't know why it's not there now. What happened? What do you think happened to it? Oh, well, that's what I tweeted back. <laughs> I don't know, bud. Oh, here it is. I'm not Who else it. watches Night Flyers? And always sings Fly By Night by Rush out loud and and thinks it should be the theme song. Liked by TV producer of Suits, Impulse, Night Flyers, and more. And another uh, producer of Night Flyers, Ann Van Helsing. Stephen Oden and... Um, Gene Klein, K.L. Klein, TV producer. So there we go, guys. Come on. I got good taste. So the show itself—it's just about uh, people in space floating around. But it's a little—they're um, on a—they're on a life-saving mission to uh, save Earth. You know how that goes. But the ship's AI is a black captain who only appears in hologram form. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck, right? Wait, they ripped off Red Dwarf? What? Uh, Okay, let's see. 
set in the year 2093, Night Flyers is a psychological thriller that follows a team of scientists aboard the Night Flyer, the most advanced ship ever built. As they embark on a journey to find other life forms, their mission takes them to the edge of the solar system, to the edge of insanity as they realize true horror isn't waiting for them in outer space. It's already on their ship. So it's Event Horizon meets Red Dwarf meets... How is it? What's Red Dwarf? Because of the hologram guy? Yeah. The hologram captain or the... Uh... Yeah, the hologram captain from Red Dwarf. Okay. They only use that like uh, for a couple episodes. It's like a trope. Maybe it's a nod to Red Dwarf. Could be. We're Voyager. It's a British show. This is a British show, so I swear, oh, I bet you it is. Yeah. I bet you it is. A, uh, it's, a, it's a red um, eyeball that projects the shit. Uh, Does he have a giant red H on his forehead? No. He's black, so you wouldn't see it anyway. Uh, real dark black, motherfucker. Red would okay. show up. Okay, so Night Flyers. Um, and it's it's um, it's and it's also a cross between um, uh, what's it called? God damn it! Uh, Starship Troopers with the male female nudity, because no. the captain walks right in on two chicks doing it, and like, hey, captain, how's it going? It's like, all right, guys, we want you to do this and that. They're like, all right, I don't think we should do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So people are saying it's ridiculous, incoherent. The anti-Star Trek. Instead of a crew steering intelligently professionals, Nightfallers brings us to a crew of jumpy, dim-witted amateurs. <laughs> it's not great, but it's decent. You know, I like the horror aspect of it, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't imagine this is a work of George R. R. Martin, but this is one of the very initial works. So can't blame him either. As far as the TV show goes concerned, not impressed. Uh, it's yeah, it's interesting. I want to see where it goes. It's a special. It's only it's a small series. Might as well watch the whole thing. Special effects, you know, are long. You know, Galactica, a little better than Galactica, you know, because it's 2018. But yeah, like along the lines of that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um. They had a robot with a laser cut somebody in half and shoot him in the fucking eyeball, so. That's not. You know, yeah. that was cool. It's like, oh, there we go. And it's given another guy PTSD because of it, you know. There's some really weird shit in there. Uh, they're, they have, they're, they're storing an alien that need, they're keeping. It's like this new um, version of the human that everyone doesn't like. It's called like the L4 or L1. Yeah, I think it's called the L1, and it's like the Life Form 1 or something like that, and it's some just some kid, British kid, who can, you know, basically he's uh, can read your mind and make you think weird shit and fuck with you, uh, but they're going to use him to uh, try to communicate with the aliens, so they have to keep him on the ship, so there's drama going down with that, <clears throat> and all him fucking with everybody, and plus the ship itself is weird. You know, it's all acting funky and trying to kill the people on board. Mm. So, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is Event Horizon meets all these other shit. But they do it pretty well. 
So, what do I rate it? Uh, three out of five eye holes. Uh, uh, t- three out of five ear holes. And about three out of five um, sliced in half by lasers. Nice. Laser slice halves. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get out of here. All right. Uh, let's go out on this. <clears throat> All right, who are our friends? Uh, let's see. Uh, we got Big Papa Podcast. Mm. We got Growing Up Not Growing Old, Bold and Belligerent, Ice uh, in the Face. Also, uh, Here's a Noise. Big shout out to them, guys. What's up? What's up, fellas? Oh, and uh, uh, Horrible Gamers and... Horribly Awkward Podcast? Horribly Awkward Podcast. All right, who else? Uh, Geek Dig. Uh, did I say... Yeah, I said Growing Up Not Growing Old. Ice in the Face, The Offensive Line. Everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com, Code of MMA, Turntable, the other shit over at BatSquadNetwork. Yeah, Big Stan, uh, Stan Big Papa Podcast. Oh, I already said him. And... Who's that? Oh, I forget. Okay. Yeah, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening again, guys. Later. Oh. 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 Bye, guys. Oh.